This is the United We Stand podcast from Wolverhampton. This podcast is brought to you by Improve Easy. Improve Easy are helping United fans across the country save money on their energy bills by installing home improvement measures such as free solar panels, free boilers and free insulation. All you need to do is text the word EASY to 60777 to see if you qualify. That's the word EASY, E-A-S-Y. Text that to 60777. Why not give it a go? You might be missing out on government funds. Outside the away end at Wolves, introduce yourself, don't be shy. My name's Shivani Paul and I'm the season ticket holder at Manchester United for, I want to say, about 10 years. And so. how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm about to turn 18 in May. Right, so you've had a season ticket since you've been seven. Yeah, luckily my dad all helps me, takes me all the time, home and away. So as wow. opportunities as possible, yeah. Um, your accent is... From this part of the world, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm so from you Birmingham. have to come far for this one. No, it's about a ten minute train journey. Um from near Dudley, as you can tell. That was my accent, but yeah, travel all over. And this hasn't been the best season, has it? No. <laughs> What's has there been any good moments that you've enjoyed this season among the bad ones? Have you had to pick out and tell your mates any decent ones? Um Mainly seeing, there's always one main leader you usually see that has a bit of fire and desire inside of them. I would say he's Hoyland. Um, And it's always nice to see there's some hope as such still in the team. There's still some players that want to play for the badge as such and have that love and desire for it, even if we are going through tough times in the day. Tough times never last, but hopefully I'm able to see more positive sides soon. Are you backing the manager? Or you've got doubts about him? I'm always a bit here and there about it. Um, personally, I think it's time, I think, now that he doesn't. It's gone on for a little bit too long. I mean, before you could probably say, give him a little bit more time, but I think now I think it's enough, I think. Really? But you think you, you, so. you changed him? That's fine, yeah. it's your opinion, it's no problem. Who would you change him for? Wow, speaking to my dad, would say Jose Mourinho, come back. Really? Him. You like Mainly Jose? because he took out all the toxicity out of the club before. Well, he tried to eradicate it as much as possible, but obviously some players don't want to listen. But he tried his best, and I think you need a bit more of that toughness back inside of the club just to try and get it all done and sorted. What would success look for United this season? I mean, we're into February now. There's only four months left of the season. What's the best you could hope for and probably are hoping for? I think now, instead of seeing us, like, I don't know, tied to us, that's all gone, that's all out the window now. I think it's mainly just getting that fire and desire back is the success at the end of the day. It's like all the team coming together, just and uniting as one, instead of having each their own little separate identities as such and playing separately. They're not really uniting and gelling together as well as they should. I think that would be a good success to see, even towards the end of the season. Maybe, like, obviously not maybe as high as the te- uh, higher in the table, but at least backing each other as much as possible. What do your mates at school think, or college, or when oh, you're talking about... They think I'm crazy every time I say I'm going to the football. I told them tonight, I was like, guys, I'm off to the football tonight. Put on your strongest black country accent. <laughs> you're right, Bab. <laughs> How you doing? So, is your accent, like, different to someone from Birmingham, even though it's only 10 miles away? Because it always seems... Oh. I remember Steve Bull, who was a big player here. Yeah. And when he played for England, he needed a translator. <laughs> for the English media <laughs> well, and it was uh, David Harrison the journalist who's a lovely man and I was delighted just to see him um, but yeah your strongest black country accent oh, well I, I dip in and out to be fair so when I spend more time in Manchester I love a bit of a Mancunian accent and I'm like then sometimes I'll say a few certain words it's like really like brummy but my dad you see he's really really Dudley black country like 
really into it. Oh, I get a bit worried sometimes. We were saying on the way here as well that just walking through here, no one would think we're Manchester United supporters from here in Neck of the Woods. Prediction yeah. for the, the game tonight? Um, I'd say 3-2. I think it's going to be a tough one. I think it's a big one as well. Um, away, so there's always a little bit more desire to keep it going. But Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Got father and son, James and Richard here. Richard's telling me he's not going to say anything libelous here, but he doesn't even know what I'm going to ask him. Um, discuss between yourselves, Marcus Rashford. Do you hold that? James, you go. I just don't know what, what to say about him anymore. He's, he, I mean, we saw last season, he scored 30 goals. He's, 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 got, he's got the ability, but... It's, I think everyone's running out of patience with him, to be honest. Because this season, I'm what, what, we're February now, and he scored four goals. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was thinking at the, at the start of the season, I'm, I'm sick of him. Because his, his body language has always been a problem. But, it, you know, you, you, you can let it slide when he's scoring 30 goals. Yeah, yeah. But when he's scoring four goals in February, it's 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 an issue. And giving it the look at me, I've scored four goals after the goal against Spurs. Yeah, that was embarrassing. Give it a rest, mate. So. We all want him to succeed. Everybody wants him to do well. Everybody wants him to be as good as he can be. But he's got to start helping himself now, I think. I just think he's reaching the stage where too many people are losing patience with him which is a shame it's a genuine shame so I don't know you'd like to think this is the last kick up the arse that he needs but we shall see because it's getting to the point where if a, a team comes in with a big offer for him I think most people are thinking just just get rid but it's sad that it's come to that. It is. It's a shame. It's you know, a genuine shame. I think a lot of people were thinking, you know, five years ago, he's got the potential to become our leading goal scorer. But the way he's going now, I mean, I, 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 I just don't know. The thing is, if you, want, if you want the mega money, you've got to be able to tolerate the scrutiny and you've got to be able to perform under pressure. And he's just not doing it, so hard enough. If you compare him to the, someone else who wore the, the uh, number 10 shirt not too long ago and the difference in him, I mean, I just don't know. Just outside the away end at Wolves, and loads of lads walking down singing Manchester, la la la. Just try to gauge the mood among different fans. Can I ask you about Marcus Rashford? You can do, yeah. I'm not really impressed with him at the moment, to be honest with you. He's starting tonight. I think that's Ten Hag trying to deflect what's going on, to be honest with you, more than anything. I don't think he deserves a starting place, given how he's behaving at the moment, to be honest with you. It's club first, everything else comes second. You're right. You, um, do you want him to stay? Do you want him to come good? Or have you just run out of patience with him? Well, I'd like him to come good because obviously when he does come good, he's, he's an asset for us, but he's got a long way to go to be paid a fee for the fans, hasn't he, really? Do you know what I mean? He's, he's took the piss, really, for the past six months since the season started. Do you know what I mean? He's not been good and he's doing this. It's not the first time he's done it either. How do you rate Wolves as, a, as an away end? Uh, to be honest with you, it's alright, it's not, but you see a few of the old faces here and that, so yeah, you get the diehards here more than anything, especially on a Thursday night. So yes, hopefully we I don't think I've seen one flash of red actually. No, everyone's in black aren't they, at the moment. You know, everyone's everyone's just there. walking past with like Manchester Axes going, yeah, alright, yeah, yeah. prediction finally. Uh, hopefully 2-1, 3-1. How are you feeling about United tonight? I don't know at the moment. Um, You've got one minute. 
not very confident. Away game. Our away form is not well. Our form generally is not uh, not very good. But you never know when they're about to turn a corner, and you have to be hopeful. Um, Rashford. I think he needs to go. Every dog has his day, and uh, his attitude's wrong. He's not there. He needs to move on. Get the money from him. Move on. Rebuild. Relation out, Restan, three pound. What would you hope for for the rest of this season? <laughs> I don't mind Ten Hag. I think he deserves another chance. He's, he's had a rough time of it. What with the Greenwood, Sancho, Rashford, Anthony. Or, he has another direct. He has another chief exec for three months. He's got no real sporting structure in, um, on top of him. So I think he deserves another chance. So hopefully he can finish in the Champions League positions and uh, go on and uh, go on a decent cup run. FA Cup would be big this year, wouldn't it? It'd be lovely. It would also stop a potential. Well, I don't say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you were saying that, my brain clicked in and thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Andy. Yeah. Steve Blackhead, normally the one doing the interviewing. Just interrupted him. Um, how are you feeling about United right now, Stephen? Cheers um, for doing the pod, by the way, for the last few away matches. Uh, for, for the last 18 months, I think. Yeah, I've been doing good, mate. I've been getting you're a not, bit you're better. Not, the highlight for me, as someone listening to the ones that you do, yeah. where's when you're at Leeds away a year ago yeah, 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 yeah. and someone start, started being aggressive with you. And you basically said to him, how tall are you, mate? 4-1, four, 4-2. Four, and you could tell this Yorkshire room was absolutely oh, no, fuming. Yeah, yeah. And you're just focusing on him being sport. It just sounded brilliant. And then in the middle of that, the police lady comes yeah. in and tries to separate you. I, know. Um, I think you, um, I think you tried it a lot of that. I think at the time, I think you edited some of it out. Didn't yes, you? I did edit. <laughs> we thought, we thought what percentage time. do we have to edit from your podcast? Would you say? I'd say it's very little. Yeah, I try. I try and do better. Um, it depends who we get on and, and what state of uh, where they are. Um, realistically, it's funny, isn't it? Because I've enjoyed doing them more and more. Yeah, and I think um, I've that there's sort of been a better listen. Because at first I knew I couldn't follow Steve because no one could follow Steve in the way that he does it, and he can't follow you and the other lad because you. You know, you're professionals at doing it type thing. So it was always a really hard follow and I was really like that. But now I've just tried to I just try chat with my mates and stuff and chat with the lads that yeah, I know and chat with people like that. And try and get an away fan on. And most of them are pretty sound. You know, the lads from Newport were good. The lads from Newport Yeah, that was lovely, that. I like and, that. And I went and sat in the away end. What was it? What games? I went and sat in the away end again. And they had to, had to wait for someone. And then, then they went and beat us after all that. After saying that we were, it's going to be an easy win and stuff. But I, I enjoy that. Yeah, catching up. No, I'm enjoying doing them. So you, you mentioned Steve Armstrong, who did the pod for a long yeah, time. Um, I remember once... <laughs> I'd flown to South America and I got there and my phone blows up. I thought, oh, what's he done now? And I listened to the podcast. <laughs> he had to read an advert out for Lord's timepieces. who were like a cheap oh, watch yeah, brand. Yeah. And the way he read it, it's like, oh, what the fuck's Mitten asked us to do here now? And he started talking down this, this brand who'd paid to advertise yeah. on the podcast. So I bollocked all of them. The following week, yeah. Rooney scores... Uh, a landmark goal at Stoke away. Oh yeah, last minute, ninety third minute. And then you there, saying, you know, it was ninety three twenty second, and a guy but he went ninety three twenty one second because I glanced down at my Lord's timepiece, <laughs> reliable Swiss made accuracy, <laughs> an ideal gift for Father's Day, Valentine's Day, postage and packaging included. And I just thought, you cheeky bastards. 
Should we try that with Rolex? Yeah, we should try it with Rolex. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so tonight afterwards, we'll just we'll time it on a Rolex. Not that we've got one between us. Um, Marcus Rashford. Yeah, I wouldn't have started him tonight. I'm absolutely sick to the bat. I keep being told why I'm not supposed to like him. I'm being told that um, I'm racist for not wanting him in the side. I'm being told, I'm talking collectively, I'm being told that I'm anti-working class for not being him in, you know, wanting him in, in the side. Who tells you that? It's just through reports. I haven't read it properly and it might be a dis... Um, I might be doing, not doing the credit you, you to Matthew work. Saeed who wrote something today about but it, about people you who... You are working class. Why can you be anti-working class? Matthew Saeed's not. I know, but um, he wrote something today. I haven't read it properly. He tends to take a contrary standpoint well, on his stuff. But, but the thing in the matter is, we're fed up and sick and tired of Marcus Rashford because what one of us decides that after having almost two weeks off and also being told that you're deaf on, on Thursday, that on the Friday that you won't go and train for your 350 grand a week job, because you're not bothered about going to play on the Sunday and you'll have a night out. I don't care if Ryan Robson and Paul McGraw whatever, they go out on the piss, they were in training next day. You didn't go to training. He's taking the mickey out of us. You look at him when he's a young player, he's got all that talent in the world. He's 26, nearly going on 27 now. He's not doing the business now because his head's not in the game anymore. And I'm fed up with being told that for me not liking him, I've got some agenda against him. I've got an agenda against any player who doesn't appear to me to want to play or have the attitude and the right attitude. It's great scoring a goal every so often and then showing you badge or putting your hand to your ear or doing something ridiculous like oh I'm looking you know a gesture to the crowd no just start playing and with a heart for Manchester United because we've got the heart to come and support our club and he needs to have the heart to play for the club we'd all swap him I'd still play now if I could I nearly got a game with Edgerton Reserves on Saturday how old are you? I'm 14 you great crashed my birthday party I did yeah, yeah. cheeky little fucker no, I'm joking. Hope you enjoyed yourself. How are you feeling about Manchester United right now? Uh, bit of a shambles. Spending all this money. I mean, I don't know what to think of Ten Hag anymore. Okay. But I think still keep him in. But Marina wants to come back for some reason. I don't think we should really let him back. He won't. He, you know, it's not great anymore. But. <laughs> Marcus Rashford. He, well, he just doesn't put in any effort. He might make one or two good things in a match. He might make some good chances and he just you know, he doesn't really put them in the net. He might try once a game. But... Score prediction for tonight, young man? Oh, I think we'll lose 1-0. I hate to be <laughs> negative. I truly do hate to be negative. So how old are you now? Uh, I'm 17 now. So... You can, can you remember United winning the league? Just hardly, but just about. Tonight. I've got a picture on, on Dad's old phone of, that I took from his phone, but yeah, hardly. Can you remember United winning the league? Never. <laughs> wow, this is worrying this. Can no, you remember him winning the league the first time? Sorry. <laughs> oh, 1908. Why do you like the away matches? You come, your brother, Dad. I mean, it's, it's different to the home games, isn't it? You've got the whole journey surrounding away games and, and the buzz of the away crowd. And I don't know, it's just nice to be able to still come with my dad and my little brother and watch United play in all different grounds all across the country. Brilliant, thank you. In about five minutes. Yeah, I know. Um, so I'm with Johnny. Johnny's a rarity. He's a, a Manchester lad and he lives in Liverpool. Comes to all the games from Liverpool. 
Um, you just came up to me and said, what about Marcus Rashford? I think he's a disgrace. He, he, he's taking the mickey out, out of the club. Out of the fans, out of the club. Does, does, does not care less. Yeah. Does not care less about the club. And it's disgusting. Yeah. No. And he's going to get the manager sacked where it's going. The manager's going to get sacked. Trying to be loyal to people. But yeah, there's no loyalty back. So no loyalty back. And he can't go on like this. You know. Thanks, Johnny. All right, Andy. Inside the ground now. About 32,000 uh, Molyneux Olds. And Marcus Rashford is starting. You heard what people thought of him before the game. 3,000 United fans on the lower tier along the side and the behind both ends are the Wolves fans singing. half time here and um, I'm pleased to say Manchester United are leading 2-0 really good first half but I won't sound too satisfied because I'm in the presence of a legendary Wolves man David Harrison what have you made of that David? I made of it um, that United could be easily be three, four, five goals up front they look dangerous every time they cross the halfway line the problem was with, with United scoring early Wolves went chasing an equaliser left themselves spare at the back and United have punished them I'm surprised by what I'm seeing from Manchester United. We've been really bad this season. You were really good when I saw you earlier on in the season. You're not looking at tonight. I think I said to it was you a few people before the start. We've become a little bit complacent, a bit cocksure of ourselves, you know. And we've stopped doing the things that we've got. At, you know, we don't. We're not chasing back. We're not defending deep. But form's been good. It has. It's been excellent. But um, there's always there's always one result. To, turns the season round and this could be it. It could be for Manchester United. Um, we have let 2-0 leads slip several times this season. Well, thank you for that. Well, I'm not saying I hope it happens again because I don't, but I've been convinced by what I've seen so far. Which players have, have impressed you? Well, Rashford, obviously, he's, yeah. he's the story tonight, isn't he? Yeah. He's scoring the first goal. Casemiro has done well. Um, yeah, I just think as a unit, they've looked far more compact and dangerous on the attack, you know. Um, what was it, two goals offside? Yeah. Marginal, but yeah. Yeah. It's pretty emphatic from Manchester United. Totally. Yeah. All right, you got any hope for your team in the second half? Uh, no hope in the Bob Hope. Thank you. So, United leading 2 0, but there's a check in, VAR is checking for a penalty. Decision I've watched it back on several angles and it is very difficult to see the extent of which we touched. Keepers left. Let's see now. So it's up against Anana. The Wolves fans have just, they're all stood behind that goal. 
Sarabia, formerly Real Madrid, Hetafe, PSG. He's, he's just come on the pitch, he's not been on, he's a, he's a very good player. And he just put the ball down the middle, past Anana. This is a real test now for Manchester United. There's 20 minutes left. It would be a great shame if the team who looked so convincing in the first half were not to win this. I think I think United have played well so far, they've been well organised, not been any weak points. Should have scored, shouldn't be two, should be three or four. Problem we've got now is Wolves are up for it, smelling an equaliser. Manchester United have lost 2-0 lead several times this season. Luke Shaw has just done really well there down the left. He's been one of United's better players. But you can hear the roar as soon as the Wolves get the ball. Let's see what this United team are made of now. Ah. So it's 3 1 to United. There's, there's 80 minutes gone. I'm just sat with David May. David, what have you made of United's performance tonight? Breath of fresh air, to be fair, mate. Um, I think they've been very, very good. Well organised. Obviously, the presence of Martinez back. Casemiro in there. Um, been really, really good. Obviously, the, everything was on. The spotlight was on Rashford. And he did what everybody look, look expects at, him to do. Here, by the way. Just Cobb, weaving the ball out of defence. Cobby's fantastic, mate. I tell you Positioning. what. Positioning. He's, he's different class. Look at him again. He's brilliant. He's running the show. Is it, is, apart from that, so, oh, uh, actually, even, even when he slips, still finds his players. But no, he's, he's been exceptional. It's been an absolute top, top performance. It really has. The only negative I would say is the amount of times we've got in and not finished teams off. In the first or, half? In the first yeah. half. Coupling the second half. Offside, just, you know, slack passes. Bruno was through. Um, yeah, just that little bit, a little bit more care. This game could have been five or six. But no, we'll take this all day long, mate. Have Wolves been poor or have we been good? I would say we've been good. We have. We've looked so much more solid. The work rate's been fantastic. And as I say, you know, Martinez coming back is a massive, massive bonus. It just makes that back four look so much more solid. And with Cobby and with uh, Casemiro in front, really good. Luke Shaw's been outstanding. Really good performance, really has. People talk about Garnacho's attacking, but he's defended. Oh, his work, mate. Work rate's brilliant. And and that's what you want to see. I mean, United are renowned for playing with wingers, but wingers are, you know, work, work the socks off. And that's exactly what they've done. Work the socks off. Him and Delo down the right, and Luke Shaw and Rashford. Been brilliant, really have. I've enjoyed it. Doyle, is this grandson um, of Mike Doyle from Manchester City? He's number 63, Nathan Fraser. I think he is. Yeah. So the United side are singing Viva Ganacho. He's been good, mate. He has. Yeah. He has. And he's stood right in front of him. It must be a buzz. That's best feeling ever, mate. It is. Is it? Best feeling ever. Is it? It's class. 
You remember Nothing playing better. and people singing your name? Oh. Just. FA Cup 99. Yeah. 2 0 up. Here's Scott moving forward now, strong on the ball. Oh, Hold off. off a tackle, did well there. Plays it to Anthony. Ooh. It's it. It's no. the ball, but it's deflected. Now it's Bobby. He's smart. He's such a smart, calm player, isn't he? Ball comes in. You just look at his, his position, just yeah, sits yeah, on the yeah. edge. Anything that comes out, he just picks up loose balls. How's he doing that as a teenager? He's just a, he's just a natural, isn't he? Absolute natural. But even the natural players in that position were not playing for a team like Manchester United. No. They, 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 they became that player at 27. He's got good players around him as well. You know, he, he will learn so much more, uh, so much this season. Now Casemiro's back, he'll learn so much more. I, I saw a little incident, Martinez pulling him back. Just have a little word with him. He broke up play on the edge of the box. And that's what true pros do, that's what good professionals do. Give the little rewards, those little things. A lot of people won't see it. But I saw it and I thought, that's quality, that by him. Martinez is breaking up so many walls and tacks. I just saw him pulling for breath there. Is that when you're not fully back to match fitness? Yeah, I mean, it's his second game back, in it? Yeah. And he's, you know, he's been up against it tonight. But, mate, it's so good to see him back. So good to see him back. Him and Varane have been brilliant. They really have. The, the optimist in me sees a side here with... Um, with Hoyland up front he's a decent player if we get the best case out of Marcus well that's the thing you know it can't just be for one game now it's got to be for the rest of the season he's, he's, he's can't lose against West Ham because then it's just reverting to tight but that's if what happens Andy we have a great result one week or the next who's it's coming on here now sir. Harry Maguire and who's that <laughs> is it Kamwala Kamwala yeah yeah I'd be surprised if he takes both centre-halves off. Yeah. Get out, get out. Yeah. 3-2. Delos fucking stands in there. Balls gets cleared. Everyone out. Ah, uh, Delos. Ah. Uh, That's Balls unfortunate. We'll be a travesty if Manchester United do not win this game. Yeah. Right, see you later. So the sound you can hear is. Wolves have just equalised. 94 minutes. Pedro Nato broke. Counter attack. I can't believe this. Cannot believe this. Honestly, I cannot fucking believe this. Oh, it's gone right through. It's gone through the legs. So, Kobe Maino has just scored 
and he's picked the ball up, gone past one, gone past two. Shielded it for open, just curled a shot around. This is an absolutely spectacular goal. Oh, that's a beautiful finish from United's 37, just inside the area. Oh, my word. Wolverhampton Wanderers 3, Manchester United 4. Wowzers. Was not expecting this. And it's still not finished because there's still 1 minute 20 seconds left. There's been seven goals. Will there be an eighth one? The ball goes in to the Wolves box. Surely Manchester United completely deserve to win this. Final whistle's just gone. There was a, a roar when Anana held a late ball in from the United fans. <laughs> Absolutely buzzing. Soaking it all in, there's Argentina flags in the United end. How nice, how nice. So I can see the players going over to the fans. Uh, the look on your face when Kupimainu scored that goal said a lot. Um, what was in your mind at that moment and did you know he had that kind of capability? <laughs> Be honest, I had mixed feelings. And so one side, I uh, was very pleased. Of course, it, it, it's a massive win this, um, and I think it, for a neutral fan of uh, spectator from this game, it was great to see. But um, yeah, as a manager, when you see when you dominate the game for for an hour, and you should have gone up with uh, three, four nil by an hour, and because we had the chances and we conceded nothing. But then the way we concede the goals, uh, we should manage that better on the pitch. And this can't happen. Uh, but then you see the spirit from the team and the resilience, and especially then in the person of Kobe Mano. That's great to see. And there you see uh, we have the right character. We have the right um, in the dressing room. Uh, the spirit is very good when you can, can show this. Marcus Rashford seems to respond well as well. Um, what did you make of his performance? I think the whole team. That's very good, and, and Ressi as well, but we know that. And you see the last games, um, yeah, there's a common amount and in, in the front line, and if they get the surface from the back, uh, they, are, they are a threat, I think, for every opposition. Sorry. You played probably your strongest ever team today. Do you think <coughs> that was reflected by the, the first half performance? Because the first half felt like the best, best four five minutes of our team this season. I think first six, first 60 minutes, and after that, well, well we, we dropped in levels. But I think it's also um, it's a little bit logical because uh, we had some players they are not 100% match fit, and they need the games uh, to to, uh, to get into that 100% fitness. And also some routines are not there. As I said, uh, we should manage it better. But yeah, I was very pleased with um, so with the first 60 minutes of this game. And just on Kobe, you had him in one of your early squads. When did you first notice that he was a, he was a talent that you'd really want to develop and bring into the first team quite, quite quickly? Uh, uh, I, I think very quickly. Uh, I saw him. 
So I think in last last autumn I saw him for the first time, and I that moment I thought he was playing a little bit too comfortable. I saw him playing in, in under 21s, and uh, he should be much more dominant. And we pushed him a lot, and we yeah, on that side uh, by showing him, but also by pushing him in the training. Um, and you see, yeah, he, he makes such good progress, and he's almost progressing from game to game. And that's uh, of course wonderful to see. And yeah, I hope he stays calm like he is, as he did with this goal as well. He's, he's determined. He's a good character. And I hopefully he can keep going in his progress. Sam, um, uh, you switched to five-man defence at the end of the game. Was that because of injuries? And also, what did you make of their equaliser, Wolves equaliser? Because it felt like your team kind of committed to the attack and then and, and then conceded on on the transition. Yeah, it's a corner. <laughs> yeah, we we should have. But I said, man is better. But I was already. Um, to the penalty situation, uh, where we were in the press and they beat our press. Um, it's actually similar to the goal we conceded in Newport, the second one. And uh, we have to hammer this out uh, of the team. And such mistakes it can't happen. And you know, we had some more uh, stages in games in, in this season as well. And uh, you know, what, uh, what is asked in that moment is leadership on, on the pitch. And we, it can't be uh, that that is happening. Uh, that you can see such goals, but um, in the end, yeah, that is one story. <laughs> I, uh, I said I, I have the mixed feelings about this, but I'm very pleased uh, with the team performance and also some individual um, performances from our side. So that's it from this podcast. What an absolutely brilliant night in Wolverhampton. Seven games. What a thrilling game. Love that a lot. And speaking the day after, I bumped into to Kobe Mainu at Carrington and showed him the cover of the new United We Stand. And he looked at it and said, that's sick, which in a youthful terminology, I'm told, is uh, a positive. So that mag goes on sale on Sunday outside Old Trafford before the, the West Ham game, hoping that United can get another win and run starts coming together then Manchester United can get another win not West Ham United and the mag will be available to download from midnight on Sunday so we appreciate all your support for what we're doing and then after that I'm going to go to to Munich on for the anniversary and then onwards got a lot of travel actually next week next Thursday I'm going to India with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for three nights where he's talking to United fans over there in, in beautiful hotels and in Bangalore and in Mumbai and in New Delhi. That will be on Friday 9th, 10th and 11th of February. I've put a link, if you are in India and you're listening to this, uh, I've got a discount for some tickets and include all your food, all your drinks, everything. And that's on my... Twitter, I'll put it on again actually over the next couple of days. If you're at Old Trafford on Sunday, come and say hello when we're selling the magazine on the street outside. And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast because that was one hell of a game. In fact, I saw Eric Tenarg as well at Carrington and uh, 
he came up behind me, I didn't see him and shook his hand. I said, that was a buzz last night. And he smiled, I said, more of the same please. We want many more of them because we've not had enough of them this season. And obviously he didn't disagree. <laughs>